and welcome to the Food for Thought podcast. I'm your host, Erin Hallstrom. With me on this special bonus episode of the podcast today are Afruz Nahini, Didam Ikos, and Christina Coles from Ingredient. Today, we're talking about sugar replacers. From reduced sugar intake to increased interest in comfort food, we kick things off talking about consumer trends as they relate to sugar reduction. We then shift into the sweetener options Ingredion has available that can help product developers create products that are indulgent, yet good for you. And we wrap things up talking about why allulose is a good tool for sugar reduction. Enjoy the special bonus episode. I am so excited to have the three of you on with me today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Let's dive right in with the questions. I read a survey recently that said in the last year, nearly 85% of consumers are looking to reduce their sugar intake. What's driving that sugar reduction trend? So we're actually seeing an overall increase in consumer engagement in health and wellness trends overall. We've been seeing more and more public health initiatives in really the global marketplace. For example, in 2016, the World Health Initiative started to encourage countries to add taxes to sugary beverages, something that um, some of us may be familiar with. A growing number of states in the U.S. have have enacted these, as well as some other countries around the globe. Um, And we've also seen sugar labeling changes taking place in North America. In the U.S., for example, the updated Nutrition Facts panel now requires grams of added sugar. And this, this has really created transparency around the sugars present in our food and beverages. And we're finding that this is increasing the number of people actually looking to reduce sugar in their diet, as, as you cited. What's really interesting to me about that is it almost seems to conflict with how many consumers were reporting indulging in sweet treats during the pandemic this last year. I have a two-part question for you. Did you notice more consumers seeming interested in sweet comfort food-related products? And from what you've seen, how have product developers been reacting to this sweet but reduced sugar request from consumers? Yeah, thank you for that question. So when we kind of look back at 2020 and um, what has happened with the pandemic, as an ingredient supplier – we really saw consistent demand for our sugar reduction ingredients. Um, Even though we saw just in across the country drop in food service, we saw really maintained growth and interest in the consumer packaged goods space for better for you sweet products. Um, and, and our demand for, for our sugar reduction ingredients really grew even more consistent through the pandemic. Um, regarding the second question around product developers' reaction, it really depends on the category. So we found that new product development did slow in some category areas, in bakery, for example, 
we saw a decrease in new product launches on the market. But in other areas, we saw we continued to see a lot of growth. For example, in ice cream and frozen desserts, there continued to be a lot of new product launches that were a reduced sugar, uh, low-carb base of products. Speaking of categories, what are some of the key categories for sugar reduction? So I can take that question, Erin. Um, so the key categories for sugar reduction remain to be uh, mostly in line with the indulgence type of product. And that is where consumers are asking for a little bit of, uh, let's say, the best or both sides of the world. They are looking for indulgent, great-tasting products, uh, but they're also looking to comply with their lifestyle goals of health and wellness and overall reduction in calories and specifically reduction of, of grams of sugar. So if I were to give you some examples, uh, we're definitely seeing biscuits, beverages, uh, confectionery, um, as well as some of the newer products uh, that are in line with the trends, such as ketogenic, for example, and you're seeing in there nutritional beverages as well as bars uh, that fit that category. So a little bit of everywhere, uh, but specifically to products that consumers are um, more treating as indulgent. What are some of the sweetener options available that can help product developers create products that are indulgent yet good for you? Great question, Erin. Um, so at Ingredient, we look at sugar reduction with two key elements. The first one is sweetness replacement. And in the most simple terms, sweetness replacement is achieved through high-potency sweeteners uh, like stevia, sucralose, aspartame, monk fruit, and such. Uh, the second part is the functional build-back portion, and this portion is about replacing the key functional aspects that sugar brings, um, and these functional requirements vary by application. Uh, to give a few examples around this, um, like in a sweet-baked good, sugar provides browning. So that's the brown color and flavor that the consumers look for in such products. Um, sugar also contributes to the volume, the spread of a cookie, for instance, the cell structure in a cake, and even the overall texture. Um, another example, uh, let's say frozen desserts. Um, sugar provides freeze-point depression. It controls ice crystal formation, uh, and as before, it also contributes to the overall texture. If you look at like maybe bars, uh, bar segments, so uh, sugar provides binding characteristics, uh, like holding the particulates together. Um, it has an effect on the texture and hardness of the, of the bar, and also delivers connectancy, which is important for, for shelf life storage. Um, when we look at sugar confectionery, uh, sugar and corn syrups, again, provide viscosity, texture. They have a special effect on water absorption and stability uh, of the products. Um, and as a last example, maybe we can look at the high solid systems, uh, like a sweet sauce or maybe a fruit prep that is used in blended yogurts. Um, in there, sugar affects starch gelatinization. Um, these systems mostly have a starch ingredient for, for viscosity effect. Um, and also, of course, sugar also contributes to the overall uh, you know, texture of the product too. 
So long story short, the functional build-back ingredients need to provide all these functionalities of sugar depending on the application. Um, our portfolio at Ingredient provides a variety of these solutions that serves both sides of the sugar reduction. Um, for instance, our offerings range from flavor modifiers that can enhance sweetness quality, uh, increase a particular flavor intensity, uh, maybe modify the taste, and maybe mask bitterness. Uh, and then also we have a number of proprietary stevia-based sweeteners to deliver sugar-like taste performance uh, with the cost effectiveness. And on the other side, the functional build-back side uh, of the sugar reduction, we also have a range of polyols, low-sugar syrups, allulose as an example of a rare sugar, uh, fibers, and an extensive portfolio of starches and hydrocolloids that complements the other sugar reduction tools. Can we dig in for a bit about the allulose? Why is allulose a good tool for sugar reduction? Sure. Um, allulose is a great tool for sugar reduction. Um, it's part of the rare sugar family, and rare sugars are called as such because they are found in very small quantities in nature. Um, allulose is about 70% as sweet as sugar and has similar taste profile and functionality as sugar, like the ones I mentioned earlier, browning in baked goods, freeze point depression in frozen desserts, etc. Uh, it's not counted as part of the total and added sugars according to the FDA guidance and adds only 0.4 calories per gram to the formulations. Uh, as a comparison, sugar adds 4 calories per gram. So with all these aspects, it's, it's a great tool for sugar reduction. Pardon the pun, but that's pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> So what do we know about consumer awareness of allulose? That's a great question, Erin, and that's what um, is very near and dear to, to my heart as a platform lead for, uh, for sweeteners. Of course, as a new ingredient and a new technology in sugar reduction, consumers are still lacking in, in awareness of it. So we, we did a study in seven different categories just last year to understand consumers' awareness of allulose as well as their behaviors and preferences around it. So let me walk you through some of the key takeaways of that research. Uh, first and foremost, to answer your question, roughly 10% of consumers are aware of allulose, um, and that's not a lot, right? So that's uh, given the product is new to the market, less than 10 years in the market, that is to be expected. Uh, what we also wanted to understand, which I think uh, you're also thinking probably, is how many of those consumers are accepting of allulose. The good news is consumers don't have a negative perception of allulose, despite the fact that they are not really aware of it yet. Um, in most cases, and I can give you uh, some numbers here, uh, anywhere from 50 to 60% of consumers will look at allulose on a label declaration and either readily accept of it or not think about it in a negative way. So they would accept of it either way. Um, we also understood that if we educate the same consumer base about allulose, if we tell them all the great things that Dieter just shared with you so they know the role that allulose plays, that acceptance will jump to anywhere from 93 to 97% depending on the category where allulose is used. So consumers have um, 
some opportunity for education, which is really a responsibility that Ingredion uh, shares with uh, many of our customers in the CPG world. Uh, but nonetheless, consumers are positive about it, and many of them are very eager to taste the sugar like sweetener uh, that has no aftertaste and allows them to enjoy their indulgent treats uh, without any difficulty. Well, speaking of learning more, and in the name of wrapping up this special bonus episode today, if our listeners wanted to learn more about what Ingredion is doing, how should they go about doing so? You can visit us at Ingredion.com to learn more about our sugar reduction and sweetener portfolio. We also have a chat function on the website where you can talk with our solution gurus about ingredients, functionality, or how to overcome formulation challenges and things that you're working with. So please visit us. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being with me today on this special bonus episode of the Food for Thought podcast. everyone listening to the Food for Thought podcast today, thank you for tuning in. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Be sure to tune in next time as we talk more about the stories behind the headlines of the food and beverage industry. Take care. Have a great day.